thanks all for tuning into Dreamcatchers, where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dreams. Are you ready? Guys, Jerome here. I was going through the audio from the last powwow and I caught this snippet on prosperity and how we have to lead people through the discomfort when we're trying to get out of debt and become investors. I hope you enjoy. I'm a food guy. That's one of the things like, I'm not really going to sacrifice going out to eat. I'm going to make sure I eat everything else. I'm not going to go to the club. I might catch the movie when it, when it comes on uh, mm-hmm. HBO or something at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to get the Netflix or whatever. I, I have like this. I have 14 different variations of this shoe under my bed. I stopped buying these. This is actually the last pair I bought. These are probably like four or five years old now. And um, I put my hat. I, I was like, I like to go out to eat. My then, my now wife, then girlfriend, we like to go out to eat. We have a conversation over dinner. I'm not gonna sacrifice that. Cause that keeps the relationship going. That keeps that keeps happy there. So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep happy around, you know. And but but everything else that's not directly related to happy, I can let go. I just I pared my life down to things that I only really and I've I've been living like that for a while now. I just killed all the debt that that allowed me to do a lot of investing just because once the debt was gone, I just had a bunch of extra money left. Over. And I wasn't going. I wasn't going to ramp my lifestyle up to meet my paycheck. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going right to back. Into yeah, yeah, exactly. I kept my lifestyle bare minimum. Didn't have cable. Like the first apartment we moved into when we moved to Silver Spring, if you walked in, you would have thought we was in college. That joint had a Target fold-out chair, a nightstand with a TV on it, a little TV. And uh, a utility rack that I kept all my computer and t-shirts up. And I had the same bed I had since like college, middle school or something like that. And like it, it wasn't much in the apartment, but we were two grown adults living in Silver, <laughs> living in Silver Spring, Maryland, living like that. And I was like, yo, we gonna live like this until, till we, till I, remember till I, till I got out of debt. Yeah. And that's what we did. I, was, I made the somewhat tough and emotional decision to get rid of my car. It was one, it was one of those prized possessions of a car guy to get rid of your car that you really like was was hard. I didn't do that until a year after we left uh, Silver Spring. But just removal of debt. And then one thing I think that also gets lost in there, along with the happiness thing, like I didn't cut. I, I wasn't completely miserable while I was trying to fill out my debt. I was also raising my income. Sometimes the answer is make more money. Like that's that's legit sometimes the answer. Like yo, what, what like people like man, but if I cut this and cut that, like yo, you got it down to bare minimal. You have to make more money at this point. Like there's nothing else you can cut. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to pick up a skill, a second job. So when I moved to Arlington, I was able to secure a second job at Bose, and I did that for four years. It only took me two years to pay off my student loans. I was working there, and I worked that extra two years. I just started using that money that I was getting on the side to go into investments. And that that's how I was able to invest $75,000 in real estate and 
never made over a hundred thousand dollars a year. I had two jobs. I, had, I cut my lifestyle down to the only things that really made me happy. Like we still travel, we went on cruises, like we, we still did stuff, but it was like, okay, nothing that, nothing that. I'm gonna save this eight hundred dollars here. I'm gonna save this eight hundred dollars there. Let's go take care of that and just did it like that. And I did it on I did it on a points card, so I would charge it, get the points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use those points to go on another trip. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, so like going through the panel and going back and talking to that because I was like, I'm not getting another credit card with no points on it, man. I ain't doing that never again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting no card with no points on it. I, I feel like it was gonna put me back in, mm-hmm. but once he explained it to me, I was like, man. I'm somewhat responsible. I think I can probably manage that. I've, I've been funding a couple of free trips on just my everyday living because of that and being responsible. And the the way that my life has uh, expanded and grown from just not having like consumer debt is it's amazing. Like I I, don't, I mean I don't have a house. Like I don't want to get twisted and all like that. I don't have a house. I live with my mother-in-law right now. I don't have a nice car. My wife has a $12,000 Toyota Corolla, but she's currently getting out of debt. Like, I, I don't want to sell nobody no dream. Like, yo, this man's living great. You know what I'm saying? Yada, yada, yada. But I'm living within my means. Yeah, but you got And I have, I have been investments that's going to, in the future, going to make me be able to throw my feet up and relax because of the sacrifices and the plays that I was able to make right now. And cutting out the consumer debt was one of the, one of the first steps to, to get in there. You got a strong teammate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh I'm pre- I'm I'm pretty sure she's been frustrated along the way with how how I how I handle things. And like like I said, I'm when we talk about the talking about the focus thing, like I'm real, no, nah, we ain't doing that. And a lot of times I'm it's a lot of time in life with her and other things in life, I'm a hammer where I need to be like a soft mallet and that doesn't work in my favor a lot of times. Working on that, but she's she's been along the way to be like you know what I'm saying I know I know the goal you're going after. I don't like how you're doing it all the time because it affects me. You know what I'm saying? But but she's down for the ride. Alignment is core, right? Yeah. And if she was truly on board with it, then the conflict that you have, like you're completely completely committed. She's kind of committed. Yeah. Right. And so, because she's kind of committed, there's guilt being pushed onto you for your level of commitment. And when I listen to you talk about it, I'm not sure why you fault yourself for your level of commitment to the goal. She doesn't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Nobody no, wants nobody to be does. uncomfortable. Does. Yeah. does that mean that you don't lead through the discomfort? No. Would you get out of debt if you talk that same level of commitment to the goal? Or would you just talk about it? And I'm not... No. Yeah, it's it rhetorical, yeah, but yeah, would you have sold your car with her level of commitment to that goal? So there's something to be said for completion. I don't think everybody has to be happy with how you get to the end of the goal. And it sounds cold, but you have you have to finish. And done. James had the same struggle. It might have been worse. What aspect? Well, just the dogmatic approach to this is a problem. We're going to fix this problem, and I need you to participate in the analysis. And I think what ended up happening is she just stepped away mm-hmm. and let you do it. Mm-hmm. 
and let me know when it's done. And so it ended the point of conflict, but I don't know for sure. But I yeah, it, it ended the point of conflict, and the the and she was happy with the results. Right. You know, like so in the so in the very beginning, we got married. One of the things I, I tried to balance was we wanted to get out of debt when we got married, but also I didn't want to stay at her mother's house because again, as I described yesterday, they were everybody was super tight, and he thought it was going to be Gloria, the girls, and James. It was like, no, that's not going to happen. And if I moved in there, we moved in there. That would have been a really bad conflict for us. And so we looked at getting an apartment. And we wound up getting an apartment in Short Run, uh, right across the street from the mall. It's like when the mall first opened. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the we got there. Our, our rent was like maybe eleven hundred dollars a month. We had a three bedroom. You know, it was a fire fireplace. It was a nice you know place. And her mom and her sister. They were like, well, for that amount of money, you could buy a house. And I was like, but, you know what? You're right, we could, but we really want to spend the next year paying off our debt, you know, paying off our credit cards, and continue, and saving up for a house. And they were like, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to make sure you never you you don't use the credit cards. And I, you know, I, I, this is one of those this is one of those uh, boundary setting moments. And so I told her sister, I was like, listen, it doesn't matter what you think. It only matters what we think. And we're saying that this is going to be best for us. And you all are going to need to respect what we decide. Oh, my wife, she was terrified. I mean, she's just. Why did you say that? How did I was like, well, this is the truth. This, this is the truth. This is what we decide. Either we're going to do this together or there's going to be some issues. So my wife reluctantly, you know, kind of came along. We got to the apartment. And what we did is wrong right is that she eventually said, okay, you handle it. But I want to make sure I know what's going on. And I talked a little bit about this yesterday about how we use Microsoft money and the cash flow feature because she's visual. So I can talk to her about numbers all day long and show her that stuff is going to numerically be in the negative. Didn't mean anything. But if I showed her that graph and that graph is going, you know, down, you know, like this in terms of we're going, oh, we're going to have to do something. I'm not going to be able to go buy the shoes or go do some other stuff that I want to do if we keep doing that. No, you're not going to be able to do that. We, we can't. We just can't do it. And so she began to peer back on her spending because she liked seeing the graph going in the positive direction. Now again, that I what I did is I took some of that money and started investing. We, you know, I said we're gonna have you know children in a couple of years, so we I tried investing in like T. Rowe Price mutual funds just to start having stuff there, and we did you know credit card balance transfers. We transferred an amount over here when we paid this down. We transferred, you know, once that got paid down, we started working on that. Then we, you know, we kept doing this dance. And in the course of that first year of our marriage, we eliminated all of our credit card. And it was like, boom, great. We still had to do that. We eventually bought a house. And I remember we bought the house and the day after, or the, the first 
Christmas after we bought the house. I'm thinking, how are we going to pay the, the mortgage? You know, everything is, is more there. And she comes back from Macy's the day after Christmas talking about some, look at all of the stuff that they had 50% off. We got all of this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> we can't do that. She was like, but. The it graph, was on sale. No, it was on sale. But the graph, the graph was up. Well, you know, the graph has been resetting it. We got a little bit more responsibility. So it was a give and take going back and making sure that she visually could understand what we were going But as, because they live paycheck to paycheck. They paid extra on bills, but they had no concept of emergency fund, no concept of savings, no concept of having money available for something in the future. It was, this is the money they have right now. I'm going to pay all my bills, I'm going to give money to the church, and I'm going to give money to people that are in need, and it's going, you know, money's going to keep coming in, and it's just it's the cycle of it. And I was like, no, we, we, we're not going to do that. She fought them. We had discussions, but then when she started seeing money in the bank, and she could, and the debt was gone, there's now money in the bank. She's like, oh, people can have money in the bank and not have to spend it or feel a certain, you know, a different kind of way. It's just having that discipline. But it's okay. But the alignment piece is, for me, has been fundamental because when it comes time to Investing in apartment complexes or you know doing stuff. I'm like, okay, honey, I, you know we we we're going to do such and such. And she's like, well, how much? It's like, oh, it's fifty. She's, okay, all right, go ahead. You know that, and that's the extent of our discussion. Jerome was talking about raising money for for the loan, so you know the loan to loan somebody. So you know we're on a yeah. check. I was like, okay, yeah, I could do. I could do 10. Let me talk to my wife about it. I, I already agreed to do 10. Let me talk to her about it. So I talked to her about it. She said, well, it's only, it's only 10. Only 10. <laughs> it's only 10? Okay. Because she's able to have access to her assets and look at what we have and know that she, she, I think she was looking to have a feeling of security. The whole ideal of paying extra on utility bills and Making sure your mortgage is a couple of months, you know, paid ahead is was security right. for her. Now she gets security from something else. Yeah. That makes too much. It confirmed what I started to tell. Okay. I think the the reason that I feel guilt, and this leads into an entirely different conversation, is it's about uh, how she feels or what she views as love. I realize this was only 15 minutes, but if we can dive into topics like these, imagine what else we get into during the other 30 hours of our meeting. Anyway, if you want to learn a little more about the Pow Wow at the Mountaintop, please visit our website at powwowatthemountaintop.com. Talk to you soon. You know I hustle all day and all night for... You know I hustle all day and all night, boy.